This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Auschwitz being decimated is a good thing. <laughs> Destroying Auschwitz. I no. Destroy Auschwitz. No, I mean it's like a it's a mon- no, it's an old monument and he just decimates it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thundercast. My name is Lucas. I'm Liam. And I'm Christian, here with another podcast that just talks about movies. Today, we are sponsored by History. It's just the news, just reported later. Coming at you live from that little bitty triangle that your window wipers can't reach. And today, we are talking about, uh, well, I guess, first, we're going to talk about what we've seen this week. Yeah, we, we this, this episode is just a mishmash of shit. Because, <laughs> like, a I, mishmash I, cast. The thing is, we've pretty much touched on every movie that's come out recently. We've talked yeah. about Deadpool, we talked about Avengers, we talked about Solo. Incredibles and um, uh, Fallen Kingdom, which is a Fallen bonus King. episode that I don't know if it will come out before or after this, but still, there will be yeah, blood in the water. La- the last time, I, well, last time <laughs> I told these two that uh, you, as in these two, as in not not Lucas and Liam, but our two audience members who are not allowed to talk. Um, <laughs> I told them that I was going to release the the bonus episode like two days after, and I just said, fuck it, and I released them both on the same day. So, <laughs> the, you, you know, if you're listening to this episode, odds are the bonus episode is also out, so make, sure you, make sure you give that a listen. Um, yeah, so today we're kind of kind of like, uh, we're going to talk about a, a number of things. So um, we have uh, we have a Wizard magazine from 2005, is that right? Yes. Yeah. That Liam Liam has uh, that has um, what's called the Mega Movie Monitor, and it has a bunch of uh, movies that were announced, um, many of which didn't come to fruition. And some did get made, but they turned out drastically different than what was reported. Yeah. So we're gonna kind of go through that. We're gonna talk about some of the ones that are in there. Um, we're gonna talk about some things that from our childhood, like some nostalgic things, things that we liked when we were kids, and uh, that sort of thing. But First up, like Lucas said earlier, we're going to uh, talk about what we've seen this week. So, what have you seen, Lucas? Uh, well, I rewatched all of Avatar The Last Airbender, for nice. one. And it is still my favorite show of all time. Uh, it makes me bum my eyes out at parts, makes me laugh my ass off at others. And it's just, it's just amazing. Bumming Milk Guy's great. Yeah, it's pretty great. And, and Cabbage Guy. But uh, I also watched Lady Bird, the quote-unquote best-reviewed movie on Rotten Tomatoes ever. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was the best-reviewed movie ever. Yeah. That's an unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, it was just, I hated almost every character. I was like, you're the worst, stop talking and go lay down. Even Lady Bird? I hated Lady Bird. She was the worst. Her and her mom were both terrible people. I'm just like, her dad's stop okay. Talking. Her dad and her best friend I liked. Everybody uh, else I hated. Here's a question for you. Would you have liked it more if it was secretly a King of the Hill spinoff following the dog, Lady Bird? Never, I've never seen King of the Hill. Yeah, they have a dog named Lady Bird. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry, I can't answer <laughs> that's your question. It. <laughs> it's funny because I think they both take place in Texas. Right? Does, it, yeah, does Lady Bird take place in Texas? Sacramento? I don't know, Sacramento. I don't know where that is. I believe that's California. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had seen it in theaters, and I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I, well, before we did the podcast, I think part of that is because I'm secretly a, a girl from the mid-90s. Mm. Um, I'm also a little person, and mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's that too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I enjoyed it. Like you said, you didn't like the characters. What about, like... Like the story and that sort of stuff, it just, it just didn't resonate with you, or not at all. I, I mean, there's a there's a few nice moments, 
where they're like, oh, I actually do love my mom. Or, oh, I actually do love my daughter. But for the most part, it's just people being unpleasant and yelling at each other and not doing anything of interest at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm, There's some sick music, though. I mean, I, eh, I do want... None of it caught my attention. I still do <laughs> want to see it as I am kind of a sucker for, like, uh, more indie coming-of-age films. Mm-hmm. Like, I really le- like films like, say... Uh, I don't know, The Spectacular Now or mm. uh, 500 Days of Summer, all movies I really like. Um, and I'm, So I'm kind of a sucker for that kind of thing. I really don't like 500 Days of Summer anymore. Really? Yeah, I used to love it, and now I don't like it at all. Yeah, why not? I don't know. <laughs> because I he's really pretentious. don't know. That's well, not the, the fucking reason. That's the point of the movie, though, is, yeah. that, is that he, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, is extremely selfish and, and pretentious. And kind of sucks. Yeah, he's not a good person, but by the end he kind of realizes that. And that's the point of the movie, I thought. Maybe maybe I'm Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> I think we're all Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Secretly. Yeah, deep down. Um, we all want to be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I mean, some have said I'm kind of a hipster. <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't know, like, uh, to give another example of, like, my how something like that could kind of trigger my sensibilities is shows like Daria is one of my favorite shows, mm. um, which is like... Uh, Liam is currently a, wearing a Daria t-shirt. Yep. Which is uh, essentially an MTV uh, 90s coming-of-age show. What did you watch this week, Liam? Um, it wasn't quite this week, but I did watch it recently. A buddy of mine and I went to go see Tag. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I've like, heard. Like, uh, what honestly makes it is the cast. You could tell that everybody's just having an absolute ball. Isn't the movie? Isn't that the movie where Jeremy uh, Renner broke bo- broke both of his arms? Yeah. Yep, and he had to do intense <laughs> physical therapy to come back to play Hawkeye for Avengers Four. He broke. Uh, apparently, the shot where he did break his arms is in the movie. Really? Yeah, but he broke. He essentially broke his right elbow and his left and his left wrist. How? Uh, he was doing a stunt that went wrong, and he just and he wiped out. I love how he's done movies where he's like. This rough and tumble cowboy out in out in the frozen wilderness. He's a superhero. He's in all these extreme things, but he breaks his arms playing tag. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he, on on the subject of Jeremy Renner, I had no idea he could be as funny as he was as he was in this. Like, yeah. I I mean, I get, I think he's funny when he's Hawkeye. Like, but it's more kind of like a dry and subdued kind of humor. Yeah, for a guy who went from being Jeffrey Dahmer. To, to now playing like all these roles is pretty wild. He was also one, he was also in Mission Impossible Four and the Fourth Born movie. Is that right? Uh, uh, spin off. It was more spin-off, of a spin off than it was a four. Than it wasn't like the main. Yeah, films. I, don't, I don't know the Born. What's that one called? Uh, the Born Legacy. Legacy. Because everything was being called. What is a legacy, legacy for a while? Alien. It's planting seeds in a garden. You'll never get. Sorry, it's, it's Hamilton reference. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured. Pretentious people. How is it? How is <laughs> Hamilton pretentious? Because it's on Broadway. It's automatically pretentious. Liam, Liam's new favorite word. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume you're probably gonna say it like at least five times in this podcast. <laughs> so you're gonna say like, that's pretentious. And that's the that's my that's impression like, of Liam. I mean, I have a word. I know what Christian's favorite word is now, but I'm no longer allowed to say it. Yep. No, Liam and I got into quite an argument last night about <laughs> it. So. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I saw. I watched um, the Netflix uh, show Safe. Okay. With Michael C. Hall, um, it's pretty good. Is that Dexter? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got to play Dexter. Um, he also almost, he's also on Six Feet Under, and he oh. almost got to be uh, Daredevil before Charlie Cox. Oh, really? Yeah, he was up for a that. role. That's and crazy. I could have seen it, kind of. Yeah, sure. I like Michael C. Hall. He's really good. And the, and the show is, is it's you know, it basically the whole premise of the show is 
his daughter goes missing and her boyfriend dies or is murdered and he's got to like try and figure out where his daughter is but basically the whole show is just like he gets a phone call and he takes two steps to the right and he goes yes and then he gets a clue and then he hangs up the phone and then he goes somewhere then he gets another phone call and he's like yes and then he gets a clue and then he goes somewhere (laughs) else that's it um, uh, actually, that sounds like something I might enjoy. <laughs> but it actually, it actually is a pretty good show. It's um, the the weirdest part about it is that it's it takes place in the UK, and Michael C. Hall is American, and he's throwing on an accent. Uh, is it? And it's really weird. It's super mm. off. Like like. Is it as bad as uh, Keanu Reeves and Dracula? Uh, I don't think so. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor. And then I also spent a good portion of my week. Watching Rugrats, um, <laughs> I got back into watching Rugrats, which kind of spawned us talking about some nostalgic stuff that we we liked when we were kids, or things that are nostalgic now because we liked them when we were kids. Yeah, Rugrats is a great show. Yeah, it is so funny. It's it, the best part about it is that it's um, like the older you get, it's it's a lot like any sort of ch- uh, um, property from when you were a kid that the jokes from the perspective of the children are funny when you're a kid, and then the jokes from the perspective of the adults are funny when you're an adult. Yeah, like okay. whether it be uh, Stu and his brother arguing about like the fact that uh, Stu isn't especially successful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you, you, you kind of grow. The show grows with you. There's jokes that that are um, for adults and for children, so it becomes it. It's got a lot of sustainability for okay. it. Um, and the same thing, like I said with Rugrats, that's basically what it is. It's 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 a show about um, babies, but it's just as much about <laughs> babies as it is about the parents and how the parents are um, just as charismatic and um, uh, enigmatic. Is that the right word? Enigmatic. I have no idea. Uh, whatever. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Um, there are some uh, episodes that I just think the setup is inherently hilarious. Yeah. Like there's a. Episode I remember specifically where um, uh, Stu is sleepwalking and uh, Chucky and Tommy think he's like possessed by a robot or no, something. No, he's not possessed by a robot. They think he is a robot. <laughs> or he's a turkey robot. <laughs> and, and so it's pretty funny. What happens is, is Tommy and Chucky, Tommy and Chucky are having a sleepover and they happen to be watching this this movie that has a robot in it. And so Tommy's like, well, Chucky, like, what if our what if our dads are robots? And so they, Tommy goes and breaks out of the crib like he always does and goes and gets this this wrench. <laughs> oh, yeah, because does he like... Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then they go they go sneak into the into the parents' room and open up Stu's um, pajama, yeah, pajamas, and he's got his nipples, and, which is weird. Like in a Nickelodeon, in a kid's show, <laughs> there's nipples, and they what they do is they clamp down on it and try and open up his chest. <laughs> thinking it's like a bolt or something. Thinking it's oh, a man. bolt. And they just like twist his nipples. <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. Man, doesn't he like wake up and start sleepwalking around? No, he house? like he wakes up, puts the babies in the in the crib, and then um, goes back to sleep. And then eventually it reaches a point where where Chucky and Tommy are, are walking around the house, and then um, Stu sleepwalks, and they and he's sleepwalking like a mummy, so he's got his arms out, and they think he's a robot. <laughs> doesn't he also like? I remember something about him like throwing eggs around or something. Yeah, so he's like mumbling to himself and he's like trying to cook uh, an omelet, but he's like he's he's like gonna make the stew pickles famous fourteen egg omelet, but he's just like pulling eggs out and he's like one egg, three eggs, fifty four eggs, 
about 75 eggs. <laughs> he's just throwing <laughs> them around the fucking room. But he's, he's like mumbling like this the whole time. And he's like talking really monotone. And then he gets to a point where he's like, this is, this is, my, this is my, uh, my assistant, Gloria. <laughs> Gloria, Gloria. Gloria, say hi to everybody. And then the, the babies are like crawling through the cupboards to get away from him. And, and he's just like, he hears a smash. He's like, Dale, is that you, Dale? Dale, Dale, Dale. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> running over to go get the babies. And he's just like, I, I don't run away from me. I just want to talk. I just want to mm. have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um, but yeah, and, and there's a whole bunch of episodes uh, that I watched recently. There's one where it's called Cool Hand Angelica. <laughs> and uh, she goes to day camp and she thinks it's prison. Or, or, no, she thinks it's war, like uh, army, a boot camp. And so she's in boot camp or whatever, and it gets to this point where she like sneaks off to uh, a porta potty to hide. And this kid named Bodie shows up, uh, trying to like also hide. Um, but she, she like sends him off to go get her stuff, and she he she, she at, reaches a point where inside of the porta potty she's got like bubble gum and candy and comic books, and she's having a really good time. And then Bodie is wheeling this massive. Um, pail of ice cream towards it and one of the camp counselors stops him he's like Bodie what are you doing he's just like uh nothing (laughs) and then (laughs) the the, the counselor's like what's inside of that porta potty and he goes uh poop (laughs) (laughs) who names her kid Bodie anyway I don't know but I thought it was pretty funny but yeah so that just kind of spurred my 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 thought of talking about some of the stuff that we watched when we were kids. I watched a lot of TV when I was a kid, as I'm sure um, most of us yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, it's sad to admit, but TV was a big part of our lives growing up. Yeah. So, I grew up in a household where TV was sort of uh, limited, just because my, my mom's not a big fan of TV, so she was just like, no, you're not allowed to watch TV. At least not a lot of it. Why doesn't she like TV? I don't know. She, thinks, she, she, she was convinced that it would melt our brains. But she lets you watch movies? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. She also she also thought that um, video games, same thing. I wasn't allowed to play video, video games for most of my childhood. Yeah. Until my mom caved and got us an N64 like the year before the GameCube came out. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, my she, dad. She also thought that dogs couldn't look up. <laughs> my, my dad. You know that rumor was started by uh, Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my mom, uh, or my dad had this rule when, we, when me and my brothers were kids where it's like you only get one hour of TV a day. During mm. uh, weekdays and on the weekend, you get three hours. Because uh, he's like, oh, why don't you guys go work out or play football or something? Because or, my dad hates movies and television. Mm. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> right, doesn't doesn't wow. your dad listen to the podcast? Uh, he doesn't care. <laughs> Hi, Dean. <laughs> Hi. Um, but, yeah, so a lot of the time I'd have to sneak and watch or go to a friend's house to watch television. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you go to a friend's house, goes to a friend's house, watches TV? That's or, what I had to do with video games. <laughs> my, uh, uh, my, brother, or my brother used to have this thing where when my dad would say, yeah, you're not playing video games, get out, or go do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he'd be like, go outside, and then... But my dad would actually lock us out of the house so we couldn't watch TV or play video games. <laughs> Locks you out. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, "Come, go do something, come back, and then... He's like, go outside and play a game, and Callum would just sit on the porch playing his um, DS. And my dad would be like, this isn't what I meant. <laughs> well, I, I guess I also grew up on a fairly large piece of property. We had like seven acres, so we actually had room to go out and play outside. We had like a little, we had swings. We had a little treehouse. We had like trampoline. 
So we actually had stuff to do outside. That's adorable. Uh, yeah, I live. I lived. I lived really close to a ravine, like because I kind of grew up in like the far north of the city, like towards the end. So the end of it. So a lot of the time, we'd, me and my friends would go down into the uh, into the ravine, and we'd uh, I was at play like Star Wars or like shoot Nerf guns at each other. Yeah. Uh, see teenagers hanging out in these little houses, smoking something that smelled stinky, but. <laughs> You know what? I don't think people nowadays have enough Nerf War nights. <laughs> I think that should come back. Except, like, for no, adults. That's, no, it transformed into school shooting. <laughs> <laughs> what the oh, fuck, man? man? And you say I, oh, and you say I save a fucked up shit. <laughs> we just upgraded. Yeah, we're upgraded now. Uh, we've upgraded. To... Jesus Christ. Thanks. Oh, I remember one time, <laughs> particularly, where... Uh, to kind of like more to get back to the TV section of the thing. Um, I, we, I was at a friend's house and we were going through his Nerf guns and he had this one that was like, that looked like an actual shotgun and it even had shells and whatnot. And I remember, so like you put them in and you shoot it and they drop out. And I remember I looked at it and I was just like, out of nowhere, I was like, this is my boomstick. And, uh, and, uh, and my friend and his mom were looking at me like, what the fuck? What's, why is Liam Raymond like a madman? Referencing an already movie. Yeah, I'm at nine years I old. was the only one who was allowed to watch, uh, only one of my friends was allowed to watch Army of Darkness. Oh man, I was barely allowed to watch like PG 13 movies. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I for a while I had a cousin living with me um, who uh, uh, he had like all these movies like and shows that he'd show us when he'd be babysitting or behind or like when my mom was doing something else. So he'd show us like Beavis and Butthead or mm. Nightmare on Elm Street, South Park. Uh, Family Guy, or um, or essentially, or like all the old '80s action movies, um, and then he left us with uh, with a bunch of his old movies when he moved out. And once he was out the door, mom found them and threw them in the garbage. <laughs> the only, I think, the first time I saw an R-rated movie was in school. Really? In class, in in our social studies class, they showed us the movie called Black Robe. Ever oh, hear that? I've heard no. Black Robe. Black Robe, yeah. It's, it's about this priest who tries to convert the Native Americans. There's lots of nudity, lots of sex in it, lots of gory violence. And nice. I'm like, we're 13! <laughs> <laughs> and it was totally fine? You were allowed to watch it? Apparently. That's Apparently weird. the school board approved it. Weird. So, I don't know, well, in high school we watched uh, Schindler's List. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even then, like... I also watched Saving Private Ryan. Uh, see, I fell I asleep in Schindler's List. Like, but but specifically in Saving Private Brian, we only watched the beach scene. The Normandy, <laughs> really? We stopped after that because we were studying D-Day. The the most <laughs> violent portion of the film, and yeah. probably most accurate depiction of war put on film. Yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> and then like they're like, all right, the 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 worst part of the movie's done. Let's stop. We watched some, like, sometimes during sex scenes in school. They would just put. <laughs> piece of paper in front of the TV, but they didn't turn down the sound. <laughs> so this is like, all right, imagination's going now. <laughs> this is my, my kind of pull. <laughs> I, have a, I have a fetish for paper now. I don't know, my teachers would just turn the TV around so we couldn't... And then yeah. they'd watch it themselves. <laughs> uh, there was actually one time when we were on a road trip, my dad would like let us watch movies on the laptop when we were, say, driving out to Vernon or... Um, and... Uh, uh, we were watching some stupid B movie called Curse of a Komodo, and there's okay. a scene, there's a sex scene that came on, and uh, Dad started to hear it. He's like, "Yeah, boys, you shouldn't be watching this. I'm gonna turn it around until um, you can, until it's." Um... And then you see his eyes in the rear view. Yeah, here. and my dad was watching. He's like, "Yep, yeah, this really hot blonde topless lady." <laughs> <laughs> People dilated and 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, at any rate, uh, some other stuff that, like, I guess I watched when I was a kid. Um, sorry, I'll, I'll let you field this first, Lucas, because you said you didn't watch a whole lot of TV when you no, were a kid. No, so. I mean, I had I had to share the TV. We, like, we only had one family TV, like, for the kids, and then there was a TV for my mom and dad. But, like, there were four kids. We had to share one TV, so we'd only ever watch stuff either my either like the most most forceful of us chose or we all agreed on the most forceful <laughs> sometimes my sometimes my sister or my brother were like no we're watching sports and then my dad's like yeah i like hockey so let's watch sports <laughs> and i'm like ah. but um <laughs> i don't like sports so we had to always agree on something so it usually just defaulted to the family channel because yeah. it was something none of us hated canadian disney <laughs> channel <laughs> so, yeah yeah the canadian disney channel so we always watched stuff like Recess or The Weekenders okay, or Kim Possible or Boy's World, you... stuff like that. And I don't know, that was just nothing I loved, but like it was there. Yeah. I don't know, I'll give you those shows at least. I like those ones. It's just mm-hmm. like as uh, Disney Channel started to do just a bunch of sitcoms where every character is the shitty kid from Home Improvement. Yeah. Was when I was like... Oh. Which shitty kid from Home Improvement? Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, that guy's okay. <laughs> but like, yeah, so... I don't know. I'm sure there are other shows I don't remember. Those are the four I remember. <laughs> yeah. That's the best ones you remember. Yeah. Like, um, I think The Proud Family was another one. Nice. Fillmore? Um, Fillmore, yes. Yeah, Fillmore I always thought great. that was weird because I'm like, it's like, it, what do you call it? It's like CSI, but for children. I remember this one where like Fillmore pulled out of a golf club and there's a bunch of notches in it. And he's like, this, there's a notch for every kid's life I ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I forgot about Fillmore. I remember I did, liking it most. I did too until this very moment. And that's the one thing that I associate with Fillmore. <laughs> this is pretty gritty. Did you ever watch Flying Rhino Junior High? Yes. No, I did not. Yeah, it was a good <laughs> the one. Principal's a fucking rhino and, <laughs> and nobody brings it up or questions it. It's literally in the theme song. <laughs> is it? It's it. They say, like, uh, the principal's a rhino and no one's asking why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, even That's as a great. kid, I was like, what the fuck? Why, why is the principal a rhino? But yeah, the, the most. The, the show that makes me feel the most nostalgic, which is weird because I didn't watch it until I was 21, which is, and I've already mentioned it, is Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Makes me feel very nostalgic, despite the fact I watched it four years ago for the first time. Fair. And I watched, <laughs> and I watched it when I was 12 or 14, so it was mm-hmm. a little after the show's run. Yeah. Um, but, like, I had, a, I had one friend who told me it was really, really good and bet I'd love it. Mm-hmm. So I started watching it. I was like, this is amazing. This is, uh, again, like the Star Wars of... Um, Oh, was it of uh, kids animation? Yeah, my cousin always my cousin watched it when it was on the air, and he's like, "You gotta watch it; it's great." And at that age, I was like, "Yeah, but anime is for stupid people, yeah. so I'm not gonna watch it." It's, like, it's not anime; say the same it's, thing. it's made in the U.S. Yeah, it's not. I, yeah, yeah I don't like anime. Stop yeah. calling Avatar an anime. It is. It it basically is. No, it's anime only means animation from an anime. Ask a Japanese Japan. person that. Yeah. <laughs> they will say anime. Most Japanese people I've ever talked to about it have said it's. A style. It's not where it's from. <laughs> because, yeah. like, the word animated basically just means cartoon. So, technically, yeah, Family Leon. Guy's an anime. Fuck yeah, family, family Guy's an anime. <laughs> family Guy's an anime. But I, I just see anime as, I don't really give a shit if Avatar's an anime or not. It's a brilliant show. I don't know. I think it's just Star Wars so- is an anime. Fuck it. Clone <laughs> <Love> Wars? <laughs> yeah, technically. Um, yeah, like, we grew up in a... Or we, me, I... 
uh, grew up in a house where, you know, TV was pretty much always there. Um, kind of similar. Like, we only had a certain amount of time that we were allowed to watch TV when we were kids. But Saturdays was, like, gold. Oh, I miss Saturday morning cartoons so much. <laughs> I was allowed to watch TV all day on Saturdays if I mm. wanted to. Because it was the weekend, so fuck it. No, I'd get up uh, early in the morning, watch... Uh, um, like getting up early watching, say SpongeBob or um, yeah, Transformers I or Transformers. I didn't watch shit, so um, <laughs> no, SpongeBob's great. I love yeah, SpongeBob. SpongeBob is pretty funny, but I would, like SpongeBob was one of those shows that really was. I was almost just out of it, like just out of the age group for when SpongeBob was coming out. Mm. Um, not entirely, because I did see the movie in theaters. <laughs> I remember seeing a movie in the theater. My mom was like, make it stop. And me and my brothers just loved it. I'm a Kirby Gilba. Now that we're men. Um, um, I, 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 like, when Saturday morning cartoons would be on, I'd be watching, like, uh, um, Sonic X or Sonic uh, X. Kirby right back at you. <laughs> or um, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I watched a shitload oh, of Yu-Gi-Oh. I watched Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I watched uh, Pokemon for a while, mm-hmm. although, you know, it's funny because um, where we work, a lot of the conversations come up are Pokemon related. Mm. And so as a result, I have to relearn everything about Pokemon, which is nuts <laughs> and it's... also kind of fucking annoying because I, mean, so I don't know there, there's over 800. Jesus. It's hard for me because I hate Pokemon. So, <laughs> um, but then I watch uh what was some other ones like Mighty Morphin Beetleborgs? You ever watched that one? Uh, no, I did watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers though. Yeah, I was about to say like those were not the words I expected to come out of your mouth after Mighty Morphin. <laughs> yeah, Beetleborgs. You... I don't think it was Morph. I think it was just Mighty Beetleborg. But I like to say Mighty Morphin because it's wrong. Did you watch um, Power Rangers at all, Lucas? No, I, I. For some reason, I think I wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers. Oh, uh, we had this whole thing where um, we weren't allowed. To, uh, where me and my brothers weren't allowed to watch Power Rangers because mm-hmm. my mom. My mom was like most parents of the 90s, where she's like, no, you guys, you kids go crazy and fight each other. <laughs> and somebody my, gets probably hurt. my mom, my mom <laughs> Yeah, she's like, this, Lucas is going to pretend that he's an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, mom. <laughs> um, on with Power Rangers, do you agree? Do any of you guys agree with the whole claims that Power Rangers makes kids violent? Or I've personally seen it firsthand, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think those kids are probably already violent and looking for an excuse. I don't yeah. know. I do think that I can see the argument because the thing with Power Rangers is that um, I don't think it's just that it's violent. I think it's more so that it's there's no consequences. Like nobody actually gets hurt in that show. <laughs> yeah. So kids are watching it for like. Oh, I want to try to karate kick and like jump yeah, off I'm the deck sure. and break for leg. Yeah, pe- people definitely, uh, especially kids, imitate what they see on TV a lot. But, like, kids are dumb. Yeah, kids are Like, eventually, dumb. hopefully, most people anyway will grow out of that and be like, oh, violence is actually bad. Obviously, not everybody. But those people are crazy anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm more so just to re- used to repeat it and hear characters say on TV. Yeah. Like, uh, I call it once called somebody in school a homicidal maniac and got sent to a principal's office. <laughs> um, yeah, I was pretty similar with that. And, uh, like, The Simpsons and stuff, I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons for a while because no, no. because of the... I was repeating a lot of what Bart would say. But um, <laughs> yeah, another thing, too, uh, for nostalgia purposes, um, Sunday nights. Sunday nights was also great because that's when, like, The Simpsons and um, early family guy, Futurama... Um, uh, even like Married with Children was another one we watched a lot in my house. Uh, home uh, movies. I didn't watch home movies. Uh, uh, I didn't have that on Sunday nights. Uh, when I was a kid, there was this thing on 
uh, I think it was Teletoon called The Detour. Yeah. Where it would be every Friday night, mm. me and my brother would uh, be at my grandma's house and we'd stay up and watch it, thinking we were just more kid shows. So we'd be watching like Family Guy and Futurama when we were like six <laughs> until one night my mom came down and she was like, this isn't for kids, you should be watching this. Uh, but then we also had our, our fair share of like Canadian um, TV shows like Tele- with Teletoon um, mm, with mm. Um, like My Dad the Rockstar. Yes. Or What's uh, With Andy. What's With Andy. Um, Braceface was another Jacob one. Jacob Tutu. Jacob yes. Tutu. Well, I'm pretty sure that one was YTV. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know where it came from. I just knew it was Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chili Beach, which I'm, I feel like I'm the only person on the planet who watched that show. I have no idea. I, I, I haven't recognized any of the shows you guys. Chili Beach was like Canadian South Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. It took, and it was animated very similar, very mm. similar. And it took place in this, in the Yukon or something like that on this little, little iceberg called Chili Beach. Yeah. And they would eat poutine all the time. And, mm-hmm. like, they talk like this sometimes. I don't, I don't know what... Yvonne of the Yukon? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that show. My mom wouldn't let me watch that show because oh, wow. it was weird. Oh, no, my dad my dad took a lot of issue with Yvonne of the Yukon, claiming it made Canada look bad. Yvonne of the Yukon. I don't know if it's Canadian. I don't know where the show came from. But for some reason, I only saw like three episodes of it, but it is just stuck in my mind. I think it's called The Kids Next Door. Yes, I oh, love that yeah. show. Where all the kids, they're like secret agents. And I remember yeah. seeing one episode where one of them became a teenager and he couldn't be part of the organization anymore. <laughs> and I don't know why, but that, that show is just stuck in my head. Operation, it's, it was called Operation Kids Next Door? Or yeah, Codename yeah, Kids yeah. Next Door. Codename, Codename Kids Kid Next Door. I mean, well, the thing with Kids Next Door is that it was kind of like... At times, it was kind of like me and my friends when we were kids. Like, we'd be taking the Nerf guns and stuff, and we'd try to customize them or, like, building forts and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. That was a... Oh, excuse me. That was a pretty weird show. Um, and then, kids like shows are weird. Like, Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack was great. The original Clone Wars um, yeah, animated the, show. Yeah, because uh, the same guy uh, animated that and uh, Dexter's like the 2D Lab. One? Uh, the, the, the 2D Clone Wars? Yeah. 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 Uh, did. Gendy uh, Tartakovsky. He okay. also did like stuff. He also animated Hotel Transylvania and oh, all of that. Okay. I didn't know that. Which are movies I like. Um, I like. I like the first one. I haven't seen the second one. And then, like in terms of like movies and stuff we watched as a kid, I, a Goofy movie. Yes. Mm. In constant mm. rotation. I still watch a Goofy movie. I still watch it. Yep. To this day, I I know every single song off by heart. I know that movie inside and out. That's uh, one of the yeah. best fucking movies I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure at my mom's house we still have like almost every Disney mo- movie to ever come out on VHS. Nice. <laughs> my dad has them in the garage somewhere. Right, like the like the big white bulky yeah. cases yeah. that you open up. And yeah. when you open it up, it's like yeah. yeah. Or the um you, uh, the Little Mermaid cover with the dick on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. We my family watched a lot of Disney. Yeah, I watched a lot of Disney as well. Like yeah. the first movie I ever saw in the theater was Tarzan. Hmm. I, I don't remember the first movie I saw in theaters, but like I'm sure it was a Disney movie. Yeah, like because I mean, like uh, Beauty and the Beast is still one of my favorite movies. Mm. That's one of my mom's favorites. Um, I mean, like I loved Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I loved most of them growing up, and most of them I still like to this day. Yeah. The the one that I loved as a kid, but I don't think I would like if I watched it again, is Black Cauldron. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you had mentioned that last time. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved that movie as a kid. It was one of my favorites. But like, look, just looking back on it, first off, it's dark. <laughs> it's well, I, really dark. Well, I never got. I never saw that one actually. No, I remember. I, watched, I don't remember it at all. I watched the one they released after that. A lot of Oliver and Company. Oliver oh yeah, that, that was one of my favorites too. But like Black Cauldron, essentially, there they the kid goes on a quest to with he finds a magic sword. 
goes on a quest to uh, defeat an evil necromancer. Literally creates an army of zombies. That sounds metal. It, it is kind of... The imagery is really dark and the animation is really cool from what I remember. <laughs> this could, it could, I could go back and it's really shitty. Yeah, it could not be very good. All I remember... All I really know about is that it's the first Disney movie that really bombed at the box office. Mm, and it was... I think one of the first that was rated PG as opposed to G. Really? Yeah. yeah. But like... Uh, There's also this weird little creature called Gurgi. Gurgi and like he loved apples and I loved apples so I really related to Gurgi sounds like like Ryuk from Death Note (laughs) except not nearly as terrifying he was adorable Uh, he he also kind of talked a little bit like Gollum way before Gollum munchies and crunchies somewhere munchies and crunchies yeah Yeah, he called apples munchies and crunchies yeah like I haven't seen the movie but I've uh, but I remember uh, back uh, when I would watch the Nostalgia Critic uh, that he did uh, Disney Sember on it Okay. So all my knowledge of that movie comes from his little review of it. Ah. Yeah, I have. I got no knowledge of it whatsoever. Uh, here, I'm, I'm gonna find a picture. Of another. Um, we didn't watch it. We we watched like a shitload of movies when I was a kid. Like Lilo and Stitch was another one that was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that one in the theater. I love Lilo and I Stitch. I love that one. Um, we watched uh, George of the Jungle. Remember that one? I never saw George With of the Jungle. With the Brendan Fraser one. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a bad movie. Um, <laughs> Isn't like Sandman in it also? Uh, from Spider-Man the, the man, yeah yeah what's it Thomas Hayden Church yeah that's one yeah um, yeah he's in it too uh, and then we also watched we watched my, my parents would let me watch things that were totally not safe <laughs> like we have you ever seen Frighteners uh, I haven't but I know what it is yeah Michael J. Fox that was right when his Parkinson's was really kicking in so you can like mm. see it every once in a while where he's like he's trying really hard to act anyway, um, sorry. that's Gurgi Aw, it's like a little dog. He, he looks like a little old man, but adorable. That's super funny. Munches and crunches. Munches and crunches. And he, he, like, fucking almost dies at the end. Like, really? he dies, but kind of comes back to life at the end. He sacrifices himself. Someone has, like, someone has to jump into the black cauldron, which is sucking life out and creating zombies. And someone has to jump in it and sacrifice themselves to stop it. And the main character's going to do it. And then Gurgi's like, no, no one loves me. I'm not there. <laughs> Did you guys uh, ever watch... Uh... Uh, one I liked as a kid, and I watched later. It doesn't hold up as well as I remember, but I still kind of like it. Is Atlantis? I love Atlantis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, although, although it's like one. kind of a like the bad guy, be, yeah, like, like just another asshole who loves money. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you just found Atlantis. <laughs> You're gonna be rich either way. It's the same thing. It's the same problem with um, the Pocahontas guy or um, uh, Clayton from Tarzan. Christopher Columbus? One of my favorite running jokes in Lindsay Ellis's videos is uh, the villain who's like, look how I glitter. That's <laughs> one of his lines in the um, song. But like, uh, I don't know, I remember, well, what's cool about Atlantis is that it's animated by the, the artist for Hellboy. Uh, uh, Mike Mignola? Yeah. yeah. And like, cool. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Mike Mignola. Joss Whedon also doctored the script a little bit. Well, wow. to be fair, he did a lot of script work in like the early, like late nineties. Boy, did he ever! Yeah, I mean, he, like, he, he wrote like Toy Story. Yeah, and I Speed. Believe. Yep. Really? Yeah. yeah he appa- apparently, he basically wrote Speed. Is, is what? <laughs> well, he was on Speed. <laughs> um, he, uh, I know we had, I haven't seen the movie, but he has a writer's credit along with Ben Ed- Edlund, the creator of a tick on Titan A.E. Oh yeah. He also wrote a couple episodes of Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> He's directed episodes of Glee. Yeah, um, and also one in The Office. But really? Anyway, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going through Joss, Joss Whedon's uh, filmography. Now. Joss Whedon's filmography. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this podcast is just a fucking mishmash. But yeah. So <laughs> when I was uh, starting to be get a little older as a kid, so when I was 
I don't know, like six moving on. That's when Disney was kind of in the slumps because the Renaissance had just ended. Yeah. Um. So like Atlantis didn't perform especially well. Treasure Planet bombed hard. Oh, I loved Treasure, I Planet, Treasure Planet so it's much. Cool. It was really well animated. It's yeah. cool also because I read the when I was a little older. I read the book uh, Treasure Island, mm. and like it's not outside of this change in setting. It's not too far no. off. Have you guys heard, have you guys seen exactly have you guys seen uh, Muppets Treasure Island? Uh, no. With Tim Curry. Oh I, man. One of my one of the jokes that just still sticks with me is like when the when the guy dies at the end with the black spot, the Muppets are all sitting around him and he dies, and they're like, "He died!" But this is supposed to be a kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, That's I all just, I remember from the movie. But <laughs> I Muppets movie are funny. Since I was a kid. I love the Muppets. <laughs> I love when Kermit waves his hands in the air and he's like, Wah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, a fun thing, a uh, fact about the Muppet is, uh, I mean, uh, the Muppet, uh, the this single Muppet. I yeah. met the uh, friend of my aunt's out in BC. Uh, lives on, uh, she lives on a golf island out there, and one of her really good friends was being is who Zoot is based on, because he grew up <laughs> in a, he grew up in America on on a farm next door to Jim Henson, and apparently oh. they were friends. Who's Zoot? Uh, the one uh, blue guy with a really big nose. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? I believe so. I don't think that's his name. Um, I don't know. There's a character. I don't know, but like, uh, um, he, uh, but like, he ran away to uh, Canada during the Vietnam War because he didn't want to. He didn't want to go off and fight. <laughs> Fucking coward. <laughs> uh, um, Fuck you. The Vietnam War was stupid. <laughs> uh, also, I just remembered something. Uh, I have to have an apology slash redaction for something I said on the last podcast. Apparently Wayne Knight did play Zerg. <laughs> he, For some reason, I thought Wayne Knight was dead. <laughs> really? I don't know why. I I remember hearing him. Yeah, he got but, killed by a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Wayne Knight was. Uh, it was on the Buzz Lightyear TV show and yeah. Uh, yeah. the animated movie. Yeah, I know he's alive. Yeah, I know. I saw him in a trailer for Hail Caesar, and I was like, "Oh, he's not dead." <laughs> cool. Why not? I'm glad. Apparently, he looks a lot different now, though. Yeah, he's, he looks older. Oh. Yeah, aged he's old. He's a no, capital sin in Hollywood. Didn't lose any weight. Uh, also, I, I think I should make a correction for something I said in the Jurassic Park episode. Ooh. I said that brontosauruses aren't real dinosaurs. Technically, there is no dinosaur that is named brontosaurus right now. There used to be. They renamed it apatosaurus because they figured out apatosaurus and brontosaurus were the same thing. So they renamed it apatosaurus. But apparently, they might be like, no, they're actually two different dinosaurs again. So there might be a brontosaurus again. Thunderless, uh, <laughs> and I should probably apologize for my Steven Spielberg comment. <laughs> you should just uh, apologize for everything um, you said. Was, yeah, this it, is... it was childish and immature. Oh no, who am I kidding? I'm always right. <laughs> oh fuck! I was asshole, also very loud. <laughs> You're very loud, Liam. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think maybe I should listen to these guys when they tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> nah. Anyway. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we got all of our apologies out of the way. <laughs> yeah. I didn't apologize. I just corrected myself. Lucas, say sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, one thing, probably the biggest thing I watched as a kid was um, his dad's dong. <laughs> never call me offensive again. <laughs> um, You're the one who made this school shooting joke. So. Um, I'm the only clean one so far. Yeah, you haven't said anything <laughs> questionable. One thing I did watch a lot of as a kid um, was uh, the DC animated universe. So mm. like Batman the Animated Series, Superman. I've actually been re-watching Justice League recently. Mm. And I forgot how much those shows just really impacted me. 
because they were my first introductions to my love of comics and all of those characters. Mm. Sorry, the way that you're sitting makes Darius' face look really fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> there, you happy now? Yeah, I am, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I didn't watch Batman the Animated Series until, well, I, I had seen a number of them when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Don't remember any of them. Um, we, we had a copy of Mask of Phantasm, which I would watch a lot That's when a I was a kid. Movie. Um, it was one of those ones that still kind of scared the shit out of me. Like, oh, on that note, there's a number of movies and TV and TV shows that I saw when I was a kid that scared the fucking shit out and of some me. Some of them he mm-hmm. claims are bad movies because of it, like The Nightmare Before Christmas. I didn't say it was a bad movie. I just think it's not a kid's movie. Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas is one of them. James and the Giant's Peach is another. Um, the other one is Gargoyles. But you know, well, Gargoyles was a great show. Scared the sh- living piss show. out of me. Scared and the guys who uh, worked on it went on to make what I consider a definitive Spider-Man, hmm. uh, the spectacular Spider-Man show. Spectacular, spectacular Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, I never watched any superhero anything growing up. Like when I was a kid, I didn't think about superheroes at all until the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man came out. I'm like, that was cool, and then like. Not until, I think, Chris Nolan's Batman movies did I ever think about superheroes again. And now I'm just in love with the MCU. (laughs) You never thought of superheroes at all? Not really. I mean, I I knew, like, Superman and Batman and Spider-Man existed. I didn't know who Wonder Woman was. I didn't know who the Martian was. Ah, yeah. And Martian Manhunter. Yeah, Martian Manhunter. I I didn't... Such a cool character, though. (laughs) The only Marvel superhero I knew about was Spider-Man. I didn't even know the difference between DC and Marvel. Like all that, all that stuff. I was, I was completely superhero ignorant up what until. What kind of fucking loser kid were you? <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like I, when I was a little kid, we lived down the street from I a video dinosaurs. store. So uh, we lived down the street from a video store. So my dad would take us there, mm-hmm. and that's how I kind of learned about Batman and uh, uh, Spider-Man. I also mm-hmm. saw a lot of like movies that I thought a lot of people had seen, but it turns out are really obscure and not a lot of people know. Okay. Like. Uh, until recently, the, the Iron Giant didn't really start to give a following. Oh, that's oh, such that's a good such fucking a good movie. And then there were some that were shitty because it was an era when Warner Brothers was trying to outdo Disney. So like they, what? They made stuff like Quest for Camelot or... Um, <laughs> uh, Did they make a role to El Dorado? Uh, no, that that's was DreamWorks, uh, right? DreamWorks. Yeah, mm. I don't like that movie. No, I don't remember. <laughs> it. it doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't do it. For, I think it's so fucking boring. I don't know. It tries really hard to be... Uh, uh, was it to kind of have like the same tone as something like Princess Bride, but it doesn't do it right? Also, on that note, Princess Bride rules. Princess Bride, I, I think I saw it for the first time when I was like thirteen. Yeah, immediately same. fell in love. You and know, like, the first time I saw it was when was when we were in school. Really, it was when we were in film school. I had never seen it before. Oh, I mean, I probably had at least like bits and pieces. Bits and pieces, but then I didn't watch it in full because I was always just like, "That's a girl's movie." Oh, I, was, <laughs> I think Princess a lot of and Bride. In the title. I think a lot of it was is. Uh, uh, was it? I think a lot of boys have had that. Probably. Um, like uh, my dad tried to show it to me for years as a kid, but I'm like, no, it's for sissies. And then. Yeah. Uh, Do you want w- a peanut? When I was 13, I was out <laughs> with my. I was out visiting my aunt, and she's like, "We're gonna watch this movie, and you have no say in it." I would yeah, love to I, do I, it. I watched it. I watched the first half of it in school. Apparently, school is just where I watch all the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got schooled, man. Yeah. Um, I would love to do a full episode on Princess Bride because I yes. think it's, it's justified. And also, him and I have met Carrie always. Yeah. Cool dude. Yeah. I still think he could play Magneto. <laughs> yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, um, Liam. <laughs> fucking boomy. I do think Gary Oldman's a better choice, though. <laughs> I saw this. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> glad you just reminded me. Uh, when, I was, we were, when I was driving here um, this morning, uh, there we saw, the, my girlfriend and I saw this van. 
and on, it was just turning around the corner, and on the back of it, it said Gary Old Man. <laughs> 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 um, I have a picture of it. I'll show you later. Oh, it's really funny. Um, was, did any of you guys watch Small Soldiers as a kid? Yes, I loved Small Soldiers. It's not it's, a very it's, good it's film. It's pretty bad. I, I feel like I vaguely remember. It was, were they toys? Yeah. Small soldiers? Okay. Uh, yeah. One, uh, there's two factions. One the of them Gorgons. Were, yeah. Did one get killed in a garbage disposal? Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, then I vaguely remember that movie. I said I remember as a kid. I tried to imitate that. <laughs> is that Kirsten Dunst? In that movie? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's Kirsten Dunst, Dennis Leary, David Cross. Um, there's somebody else in there. Mm. Uh, oh, because the, that's a um, that's a, a Joe Dante film. Yes, and yeah. there's a lot. I've watched it recently. There's a lot of gremlins. I watched it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we get it. You made gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, gremlins is the greatest Christmas movie ever. That's but. a funny way of saying die hard. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, I I still haven't seen Gremlins all the way through. Oh, you're it's missing out. Movie. It's great. It's we, super we, fun. We watched it at a Christmas party one time, but like we all got distracted and started doing other things. Yeah, like Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I mean, it. Worked Mom, for, if you're listening, that's not true. I swear. I mean, it worked for. Yeah, Alice it's really and, not uh, true. Die Hard. We or saved that for when we were making the yeah, movie. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work for Alice at all. <laughs> but no, I saw Die Hard when I was like 16 or 17. And like my mom introduced me to Die Hard, because <laughs> really? she's very against R-rated movies. But she's like, I think you'll like Die Hard. So we watched it, and I'm like, Yeah, that was great. And then one Christmas, I was like, We should watch Die Hard, Die Hard on Christmas Eve. And mom's like, As long as we got, as long as we can watch Polar Express. So okay, sure. And we watched it, and mom's like, That's that movie's really violent, violent. And there's a lot of swearing. And I'm like, Mom, you introduced this movie to me. <laughs> we watched it together for the first time. <laughs> I saw Die Hard when I was eight, and now every year, ever since. Uh, because here where we live, we have a thing called the Fifth Reel, where every year they do a screening, a Christmas screening of Die Hard, and every mm. year I go to it. <laughs> I still haven't seen Die Hard. Really? I, yeah. That's you know it's funny. I've said this on a previous podcast, and you had the exact same reaction. You really? Went, you went. You haven't seen Die Hard? <laughs> I mean, it I took. Remember that? I was. I mean, it took a lot just to get him to watch Commando, which we've touched on in the past. That's true. But yeah. Whatever. You gotta watch Avatar too. <laughs> Fuck guys, I'll get to it. Yeah, no, but you know what? Back when you used to say, Liam, watch Breaking Bad, Liam, watch Breaking Bad, Liam, watch Breaking Bad. Now I'm going to be like, Christian, watch Avatar, Christian, watch Avatar, Christian, watch Avatar. Liam's impression of me is, is fucking spot on. It's pretty good. There, there, there were a handful of, mo- handful of movies that weirdly scared me when I was a kid. Like, they're not scary movies, but they terrified me. Like Mr. Mom. <laughs> no, E.T. I was going to really? ask if you were one of those kids who was scared of E.T. I was scared of E.T. I was terrified of E.T. <sighs> don't know why. How could you be afraid of that little monkey? <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I, think, I think it was that the scene about where, a monkey, like, right? <laughs> but that really dark scene in the beginning, like when E.T. first shows up at the kid's house, I think that was the thing that scared me about it. Yeah. Uh, what when he's in that, when he's in the the shed, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, also uh, Harry Potter, the first Harry Potter movie. Yes, that fair. scared the shit out of me. Uh, the guy with a face on the back of his head. It wasn't even that. Him. It was the chess. It was the chess scene. Really? That yeah. Me. I thought you would have been like the dog or um... <laughs> no, the dog. I grew up with dogs. Dogs are fine. <laughs> but... You've been three. You grew up three headed dog. Yeah, it's no, three, not three or two. Dog. It's a three headed dog. Yeah, but like I don't know. The idea of a dog didn't scare me, but for some reason, a giant living chess head terrified me. <laughs> it, 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 honestly, it is pretty scary. <laughs> I don't know. I'd play wizard chess if chess if it were a thing. Oh no, nowadays, yeah, definitely. But would back you then, let a wizard play chess I'd... on your chest. Uh, it... <laughs> I don't know. Would you let a wizard shit on your chest? <laughs> I don't know. I used to have this thing where I'd intentionally just to drive people crazy. I'd say chess is chest. <laughs> <laughs> like it's chess. Also, the first Land Before Time movie. 
Yeah. Yep. yeah. That was terrifying. Um, that, it, there's moments in that. Though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don Bluth yeah. had that saying where he believed that a kid could handle anything as long as it had a happy ending. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't handle I couldn't handle Land Before Time. <laughs> Did we talk? Yeah, we talked about Land Before Time briefly in the last podcast. But and, yeah, and it's like 15 sequels. Yeah. Actually, there's only 14, oh, 14 Land Before Time movies. Yeah. But it's 15, well, 13 though. sequels. Mm. 14 oh, okay. movies. But yeah. I remember watching most of them. I watched a lot of them because I like dinosaurs. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, too. I think Chopper I, was my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> I only ever saw the first five. I mm. think it was one of those things where, like, I I also lived near a, a video store, which I also ended up working at <laughs> um, eventually. But they used to have it was Rogers Video, and in the corner they had like this this semicircle, um, and it, it, that's where all the kids' movies were. And then they had the TV in there. It kind of looked like a train. Um, and then they have their seats and, you know, when mom and dad are looking around trying to find basic instinct or whatever, and uh, <laughs> you're you're watching VeggieTales or some shit like that, because they, they, would, they would let you... I watched a lot of VeggieTales. I, yeah, I couldn't too. handle VeggieTales. I'm not religious whatsoever, mm-hmm. ironic because of my name. However, <laughs> we watched a shitload of VeggieTales. Yeah. And there's, like, there's there's some great, great VeggieTales bits. Yeah, well, the thing is, is it's not, it's not like blatantly religious. Like, and they they end every episode with like with like uh, literal like quotes from the Bible. And yeah, stuff, a verse but, or whatever. Yeah, and some of them were literal uh, Bible stories, but they're vegetables. Yeah, which is just <laughs> hilarious. They replaced the murder with eating chocolate bunnies. Did you watch <laughs> the of Egypt as a kid? Uh, oh, yes, I had love seen that it. movie. That's a really I, cool I movie. I still love that movie. And a lot. Uh, some great music. Fun fact about it: the guy who wrote the, uh, who wrote a good portion of that movie is the same guy who wrote Wrath of Khan and a lot of the good Star Trek movies. Oh, uh, really? Nicholas Meyer. I thought Val Kilmer plays both Moses and God. <laughs> really? Yeah. And isn't Ray Fiennes uh, Ramesses? I believe so. Yes. Have you heard Val Kilmer recently? No. He does not sound good. No. No. Yeah, no my, I mean, his throat cancer really fucked him. Uh, my dad yeah, wanted to no. go see the Snowman, and uh, he was talking about how. Uh, He's like, was Val? He asked me after. He's like, was Val Kilmer? Is, has Val Kilmer been sick? I'm like, how so? I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, why? He's like, yeah, because I went to go see the Snowman, and uh, one, his mouth, his his audio doesn't match up with his lips moving, and it sounds like he's chewing on marshmallows the whole time. But that's you know that's throat cancer for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah his yeah. voice apparently is very high pitched, and mm. like I've seen a, a number of interviews with him, and they have to subtitle everything because he, he's almost like uh, illegible is not the right word. Um, incoherent? Is that the right word? Not unintelligible. Unin... Is he not smart? <laughs> no, <laughs> unintelligible just means you can't make it out. Oh, okay. I, I was mean, like, I unintelligible? Say, <laughs> I would, I was like, he was Batman. <laughs> I, I would call him unintelligent, given the reason he didn't seek treatment was due to a religious thing. Yeah. Was he a Jehovah's Witness or something like that? I don't know. He was with some, like, uh, branch off of a, of a Christian or Catholic church, and apparently he knew he was really sick, but he didn't go to seek treatment. Did you know mm. Bob Marley, when he died, was only, like, 73 pounds? Holy shit. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I saw That's a picture awful. and he was like really little. Anyway. You know, I don't, I don't know, I'm trying to think of uh, another, I uh, was it of another one that was on a lot when I was a kid. I because a mm-hmm. lot of the time we would uh, <laughs> take out like a lot of the same stuff from a video store. Yeah. Re- uh, repeat videos. We yeah. did the same thing. Mm, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. For me. Like my sister rented that like 732 times. Well, I love. I think I think the first Pirates movie is an is an action opus or action. You rent Marvel. it one more time, you get it for free. Yeah, uh, <laughs> take keep it. Uh, 
Shoot, I just had it out. Osmosis Jones. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> love no, Osmosis that. Jones. We even watched it in school. Like, <laughs> to what we were talking about the human body. I love Osmosis Jones. It's a great movie. Although, I don't like the live action. Oh, yeah, the Bill Murray parts are pretty brutal. Yeah, when... that was directed by the Fairley Brothers, eh? Yeah, and they suck, so. Just just the live action bits. <laughs> yeah. The, the animation bits were directed oh, by somebody else. Yeah, the animation mm-hmm. bits are so cool. It's so colorful, and the designs are great. There's, there's this one bit where they're inside of the brain, and... Uh, there's a statue sitting up in the background. It's of a sperm, and it says, <laughs> "It says our founder." <laughs> um, you know, I mean, like it has the whole. Um, there are also some parts where that are super grim, and it has the whole Ralph. It, you kind of think of the whole Ralph Bakshi. This is a family picture thing. Um, I don't know what that is. That's uh, nostalgic critic. Yeah, oh, okay. Ralph Bakshi had this thing where he made. Uh, he was famous for making like really adult animated films. And then he made one that was allegedly for families and kids, but it has like Nazi imagery and propaganda in there. Wizards. We we watched it in school. Did we? Yeah. Oh. It's an animated one with wizards. Hmm. No. Uh, It's got this fairy with huge boobs. Oh, uh, there's Nazi I like how that's what triggers the memory. <laughs> there's a, one of the main characters is a deaf trooper. Yeah. Um, okay. There's some. That was weird. It's a weird movie. It's not a kids movie I mean, at all. I mean, it is a movie I like. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of running out on. I probably could just keep going until the end of time, but I'm running out of I'm running out of steam here yeah. fast. Let's move on to the uh, Wizard Magazine 2005 issue. Um, All right. wait, wait, can I can I see it real oh, quick? Oh, sure. I was going to say, to give everybody some context, uh, recently I was going through all my stuff and doing some inventory, and I came across this, which was an old magazine. I, I think uh, my dad gave it to me because he found it at the drugstore. Inside the butt suit. Oh, and, no, that says bat suit. And uh, it's called <laughs> Wizard 2. It was a special edition where it talked about, like, uh, it, was right, it was released right before Batman Begins and Fantastic Four were coming out. So it's kind of like when superhero movies were starting to reach puberty before, like, now we're kind of in an onslaught. Mm. So, so like, the the Fantastic Four is the awkward part of puberty? Yes. And then, <laughs> and then uh, Batman Begins is, is like, where, afterwards? Yeah, it's where it kind of starts to find its stride a little bit. And then The Dark Knight, it's like, The Dark Knight is when the man comes around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. for, me, I, for me, I still haven't found my stride, so I'm waiting for that. <laughs> Just as a human being? <laughs> Basically. Uh, this is the spring 2005 ish, uh, uh, issue of Wizard 2, the mega movie issue. But I don't know. Um, I brought it on because I thought it would be fun to go back and like uh, look at some. Because there's information in here where you'd have to, where, which isn't on the internet. You'd have to dig it up in here to look for it. It talks about like projects that were in development. Uh, some didn't get made. Some did get made, but were drastically different. Oh, I just saw a picture of Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I feel very uncomfortable. Brian about. Singer's yeah. uh, it makes Superman. Uh, that's two pedophiles. In one yeah, movie. the fact <laughs> that uh, there's a Superman movie directed by, uh, directed and starring two uh, uh, well-known pedophiles doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. No. Well, no. Brian Singer's not a well-known pedophile. It's just a. It's a. Uh, it's a. Um, it's an alleged. He's an alleged pedophile. Yes, but, but it is one of Hollywood's best kept secrets. Yeah, or worst kept and, secrets. And there, multiple people have corroborated the story, so yeah, it is um, most likely true. But there's been no trials. So uh, l- long story it, short, yeah. long story short, fuck those guys. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're at a we're we're gonna go through the mega movie mo- monitor. Look up look up the status of your favorite comic book movies by mm. the Wizard staff. There's a uh, Betty and Veronica movie. That was the thought, yeah. And so in 2000, let's... Uh, yeah, let's just go through and pick out what ones sound most appealing. Yeah, try and pick one from like each page or whatever. Like 
here it talks about Aquaman, and we're now only just getting an Aquaman movie. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, Bruckwoman. <laughs> uh, yeah, it says Ben Grant writing, and Alan Ritchie starts Ian Hutch producing. Um, that was that was the original idea, and then I guess that got sacked pretty well. Um, Blade Four. Yeah, that mm. never got made because Snipes doesn't like to pay his taxes. <laughs> um, Black Widow. That's with, another one. With, with Rebecca oh. Romaine, as rumored to be attached. She was in a lot of comic book movies at the time. She was Mystique. She was in The Punisher with Thomas Jane. Oh. Uh, yeah, the Betty and Veronica one. It says, in development at Miramax, because of course it was in development at Miramax. Yeah. Um, Adapted from Archie Comics series. Script not yet written. Never um, was written. If you Chuck, go down... Chuck Grimes, who's uh, produced Chuck Josie and the Pussycats. If you go down to here... Uh, this one is famous for like the years of development, and we only just got it a few years ago. Yeah, Batman, Batman versus Superman. Superman. Um, on hold at Warner Brothers, based on DC Comics characters, Wolfgang Peterson, Troy was once set to direct. Um, says he would still like to. John Peters uh, from Batman is direct is producing. Um, for more on bats and soups, see page eighty two. Um, yeah, Wolf, that, that Wolfgang one. Peterson. What do I know that name? Uh, he did Troy, Troy uh, yeah. the Never Ending Story. Oh, um, okay. Poseidon. Okay. Um, yeah, what's interesting about the Batman vs. Superman here is that it also, if you look closely in, I believe it's I Am Legend, mm. um, you can see a billboard for Batman vs. Superman. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, so that movie had been in development all over the place. Apparently. We oh, have uh, Cowboys and Aliens in here, Daredevil 2. Uh, uh, the Flash. The Flash. Um, Ghost Rider. A History of Violence, one that actually happened. Yep. One that actually there happened. There are yeah. a few in here that did that did get made and were just documented as they were about to come out. Like there's a section where it talks about Batman Begins, um, but like the Green Hornet. Yep. Oh. And yeah. it talks about how Kevin Smith was developing yeah, it Kevin before Smith. he walked. That's hmm. right. Green Lantern. That's another one. Hellboy Two. That happened. In, <laughs> Inferno. Didn't the movie called Inferno like recently come out? Uh, I don't based know. on the Dan Brown book. Um, yeah, but this is a top cow. Oh, okay. No, so there's a section where it talks about Bone, and that still never happened. Fantastic yeah. Four. Bone probably will never happen. Um, yeah, Fantastic yeah. Four is in here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Ghost Rider. With good old Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I was Ghost Rider. I pissed fire in one movie. <laughs> um, Iron Shazam. Man. Yeah, Iron Man. Ooh, wow. Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, with the rumored lead of Tom Cruise out of the running. Director Nick um, Kazvets continues to search for his Tony Stark. What would I, the world be like now if Tom Cruise was Iron Man? That'd be the weirdest thing. <laughs> It'd be very strange. I don't think it would work at all. There's this funny video that came out where it's like Tom Cruise's stunt double. Um, mm-hmm. And he's just like standing there and he's like, for Fallout, um, for Mission Impossible. And he's like, yep, that would have been me. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you go back to... I feel to... like each Mission Impossible movie now is just... Uh, Tom Cruise chasing an, an adrenaline, an adrenaline rush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if you go here, a lot of these did get made. Oh yeah, eventually. Yeah. Marvel's real life. Making it to Hollywood was easy for Spider-Man, Wolverine, and the Hulk. But here's a quick rundown of Marvel characters ready for the big time, but currently stuck in limbo. Black Panther, once optioned by the now defunct Artisan, Wesley Snipes was attached to Star. Captain America, although it's Marvel Studios CEO Avi Arad. Is that right? Yep, one of the world's worst producers. Hmm. Uh, List Caps is one of his favorite characters. There still has been little interest in Hollywood to bring him to the big screen. Now he's the best Avenger. Yeah. Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool currently still sitting, sitting idle, but director David Goyer. Thank Christ that did not happen. <laughs> and, and Mark Millar. Sorry, I'm just going to go on record saying I hate David Goyer. 
fuck David Goyer up his fucking ass. Ah, Liam, no. You want to fuck David Goyer. <laughs> You, you hate you, fuck. You, yeah, you hate fuck. Up. Yeah, yeah. Made with my, so- made with a, a legitimate like bastard sword. Wow, I'm uncomfortable. Or a chainsaw. I'm really uncomfortable. Is, is he like a bad person or just does he just? Uh, Liam just doesn't movies. like his movie. No, David Goyer had this whole thing where, um, so he made this comment back when Batman vs Superman was being developed, where he said, you know, the only time Hollywood makes a bat, a Batman vs Superman movie is when they fully is when they exercise the fact that they're completely out of ideas, and then he went on to write it. <laughs> um, yeah. He also had this whole thing where he referred to She-Hulk at a at a Marvel con. He made this juvenile comment saying she's a big green porn star. Um, She-Hulk, yeah. And he um, also was famous for like uh, when he'll he'll talk like he knows so much about like comics and whatnot. And he'll be like su- he'll try to act like super artsy and pretentious about it. And then whenever somebody calls him out on it. Hmm? Say pretentious again. Um, oh, he did say yeah, pretentious whenever, again. But whenever he goes off and uh, talks about the stuff and a fan actually corrects him, he's like, it's like, all right, tell me, have you actually been laid? I'm like, that's just the most, like, shock jock thing you could say to a yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What, I, some, that's true. I've, I've seen the video, too, where he says, like, yeah, to tell me, have you ever actually been laid? Yeah, he also... Like, you're, you're in a room full of people who are there to listen to you talk and, and or who are there... Because that was at um, who, who give Comic-Con, you, right? Yeah. yeah. Who give yeah. you their money... To watch your movies. And you're going to offend them. Oh, and yeah. also, to all the people who say, like, oh, but he worked on the Nolan trilogy, he is one of three writers on there, and every bad part of the Nolan movies comes from him. <laughs> like, David Goyer is the king of terrible lines. <laughs> no, I can't make you stop you. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Pretentious yelling. Fucking Liam. Fucking David Goyer. <laughs> um, anyway, Doctor Strange, optioned by Dimension. The Sorcerer Supreme has yet to find a spell that can propel him to the big screen. Um, there was a point where uh, it was actually Doctor Strange was being developed by Guillermo del Toro as director and written by Neil Gaiman. Ray, wow. Ray Park was supposed to be Iron Fist. Yeah, she did. Yeah, that was, was he was Darth Maul, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. and he was Snake Eyes in GI Joe. And I don't Toad, care about that. Toad in the X Men. <laughs> I don't know. I like GI Joe, so at least the comics. Morbius, the living vampire, awaits a transfusion trying to get made. Fucking this! This the writers on this were just. They must have been really high. <laughs> uh, Nick Fury, which I guess you could say these the Avengers. Super spies have been have been making stealthy moves through Hollywood with rumors of interest for a few high-profile actors, such as Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> who reportedly who's reportedly a fan of his likeness being used for Nick Fury in the pages of the Ultimates. Um, that's right. Yeah. I yeah. Didn't, didn't he make a deal with the writers or whatever? It's like, but like, yeah, you can use my likeness, but if you make if movies are made out of it, I play I play Fury. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it went Nick, down. Nick Fury is just the ultimate negotiator. Apparently, <laughs> goes up to George Lucas, I want a purple lightsaber. You said okay. Nick Fury. Oh yeah, I meant, <laughs> I, I Sam, meant Jackson. Sam Jackson. Whoopsie. At this point, they're the same fucking. Yeah, person. basically. Um, the next one on here is Night Stalkers, which I don't know. Uh, that's a Blade spinoff. Oh okay, mm-hmm. and then Werewolf by Night, which. Pretty awesome. I sold a I sold a Werewolf by Night comic for like sixty bucks. Oh, hmm. good for you. Yeah, it was, it was a number. It was a number two. It was good. Um, they had they had we were at the expo and they had issues of it. Same same book that I had going for like four hundred and eighty bucks. Oh, oh wow. there's yeah. one down here that's interesting where it talks about a Magneto movie. Just a Magneto movie. Yeah, there was a whole point where with uh, X Men Origins Wolverine where they want to do a whole spinoff of X Men Origins films. It I says, remember that. It's, go- it's going to take place from 1939 Auschwitz up to 1955 or so. <laughs> I-, I was about to say, didn't they kind of just in X X3 was it? They basically made an 
uh, and a Magnino Origins movie. That's uh, true. No, that's yeah. uh, yeah. first class. They yeah. actually took the script that was written for that movie and and stitched parts of it into what became X Men First Class. Yeah, but in even X Three, they have these whole scenes where he's like ripping the gates off like the concentration camp. And yeah, stuff. where he literally destroys Auschwitz. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that's X Men Apocalypse. Where it's <laughs> no, it's not. It's one of the first three. No, X-Men in movies. the third one, he like just he fucking decimates Auschwitz. And yeah, it's like, yeah. kind of offensive to people. <laughs> no. Auschwitz being decimated is a good thing. <laughs> destroying Auschwitz. I no d- destroy Auschwitz. No, I mean That's like a it's a mon- no, it's an old monument and he just decimates it. I don't think we should destroy Auschwitz. I think like it's, like I think back it's... like I'm talking about back then when oh, he was like yeah. ripping off the gates and like killing Nazis and everything. Yeah, like, that's if, a good thing. No, if you <laughs> just, yeah, if you destroyed it in the 40s, yes, do it. Get I, rid I, of it. I very specifically remember a scene like of his backstory in oh, yeah, one of those. Yeah, movies. that's the first one. Yeah, okay, it was yeah, the first right at the beginning when he uh, when he's being taken away from his mom and he tears open the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, just to just to specify what I mean. I don't think it's a good idea to have Auschwitz as a real place, like a functioning facility. I do think, however, that it is important to have historically so we can see the atrocities of, of mankind. Yes, it is It is unfortunate that we have to clarify that. Yeah, yes. it is. I, I'm, not, I'm not a supporter. I am not a supporter of... <laughs> we are not uh, Nazis. We are not so supporters Nazis. of the Nazi party, but yeah. Third Reich or Hitler. Um, anyway, or anything back, related to them. Back um, to the magazine. Um, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. We have uh, Watchmen in here as well. Uh, um, X-Men 3. Like, here it talks about how Joss Whedon was developing uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, he Woman. wrote the whole script. Yeah. Uh, Which, have you read any of it? or heard I, I read uh, an excerpt that said it was from it. I don't know if it was actually from it or it's not. It's pretty sexist. Yeah. Like, well, the whole movie yeah. was like, it was just going to be Steve Trevor's movie. It was mm-hmm. also going to be, it, a lot of it, take in mind, keep in mind that it was, uh, uh, was it, that it was just a first draft, but he was coming back to, like, he'd take breaks from, like, working on a project, go and work on it a bit, so it's not exactly a real script. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it, kind it, of it like an early concept early draft, but I don't know. I don't like. Can we even prove that that is what he wrote? No, exactly. We yeah, can't like, even prove. I, yeah, exactly. Like, all it's just a random leaked script. Some like, random person. All these I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to defend Joss Whedon or anything because, like, apparently he cheated on his wife a lot. That's a shitty thing to do. But like, uh, we can't just assume someone that something that something put on the internet is exactly what it, they say it is. That's true. Like yeah. I could say right now that. Uh, Jesus Christ was a crab. Right? <laughs> Boom, it's on the internet. God, Must be fucking true. God yeah. is a potato. Um, <laughs> um, women are cantaloupes. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got Wolverine in here too. In pre-production at 20th Century Fox with X3 going into production this summer, Hugh Jackman has a full slate of uh, commitments in the coming years. Jackman's focusing on the third X-Men, but screenwriter David Benioff? Yeah, he's David one. Of, yeah, yeah, he's, he's one. Game of Thrones. Yeah, and he wrote Troy. Is yeah. already concocting Wolverine's further adventures. So that I assume that's Origins. Yeah, yeah. A lot it's, of it's, yeah. Sorry, go on. A lot of what killed Origins in the end was the fact that uh, um, was the fact that the studio got really was trying to push stuff in there, and the writer strike happened right as uh, right when they were halfway through the script. Yeah, an, an interesting little anecdote I want to share. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, the guys who run Game of Thrones, literally the only thing, only real credit either of them had was Benioff had, uh, I think, Troy and uh, X-Origins. Really? That's all they had between the two of them. And then they were like, let's do Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, There's a, I was going to say, there's another section in here where it talks about, like, uh, famous props from superhero movies that were auctioned off. Oh, here we go. What do you know? I flipped right to it. 
Um, yeah, the Superman costume, which sold for the original Superman costume from 1978, uh, sold for $15,600. I like how in this one, the underwear is fairly big. In this one, it's smaller. And now there's just no underwear. There's no underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he even have that? <laughs> oh, no. It's such a some, weird costume. Some designer thought of it. I don't know. Cool. Zack Snyder talked about when they were designing the Man of Steel costume, how he looked at like a million designs with the underwear, and he just was like, no, I'm not doing this. Is that Affleck Spiritable? <laughs> yep. Sold for eleven, almost $12,000. Hmm. That's fucking ridiculous. Uh, Jim Carrey is the Riddler. Jim Carrey is the Riddler. Um, but casting, I still kind of defend. <laughs> Riddler costume, nine grand. I just feel like by that point, all of them were just trying to be the Joker. Yeah, well, the yeah. problem the Burton movies ran into was that they always put so much focus on the villains to a point where Batman kind of just became a prop at some points. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. The Joker is one of the best villains in any medium ever. But also, like, there's other villains too. <laughs> the only reason the Joker was so prominent in... Uh, uh, what is it, the Tim Burton Batman movies, because they got Jack Nicholson on, mm. and his contract said that he had to have more screen time than Batman. Oh, okay. So he just so he just got carried away with it. Hmm. Uh, Mystique's breasts and wig. <laughs> Literally what it says. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it says, uh, Rebecca right. Romaine sported these latex breast applica- uh, appliances. Appliances? <laughs> <laughs> in order to give her nipples the skin texture of Mystique and to avoid an R rating. Uh, <laughs> sold for $3,250. Like, just fucking give it to her. Let her keep it. Unless she doesn't want him. Yeah, that's true. I'd want him. <laughs> no, Rebecca Orman, I don't, I don't know. She was married to John Stamos for a while. Yeah. Was she? Yeah. Um, and now she's married to a fat kid from Stand By Me. <laughs> His name's Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, I mean, doesn't that make okay. you kind of mad with a little bit of... No. <laughs> what, that he was fat and now he's not no, fat? No, but, ha- but now he has Rebecca Romaine and... Uh, Why is he that? He doesn't have her. Yeah, he doesn't own her. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Liam, you are a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Nazi, I swear. Not a Nazi. Yeah, we're not Nazis. <laughs> um, I think we're, we're hitting critical mass on time here. I think so. Um, yeah. All right. Okay, yeah. So I think uh, I think that's it for today. Um, that's it for the Thundercast. Uh, I don't think we'll play a game. No, I think I think we're, we we recorded quite a bit. A yeah. rare issue, a rare instance where the Thundercast does not include a game. I don't know if that's going to be super rare. <laughs> I think the games that, are hard. The games are very hard. The game, the games will be. I think from here on out, whenever we do a game, it'll be when we have a guest. I think mm. that's a lot more fun. Mm. Um, at any rate, this has been the Thundercast for this week. So uh, hopefully we'll see. Uh, we'll see you. It's a podcast. You can't fucking see anybody. Stupid. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll um, hear from us again soon. Yeah, you'll hear from us in two weeks. Perfect. Perfect. All right. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Here's my impression of Lucas. History. <laughs> no, it's more like, you gotta do more of a John Hammy type voice. Or like, uh, kind of like, you gotta choke yourself a little bit, jerk off while you do it. History. Yeah, there you go.